welcome to What's Your Deal? I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. With me today is Micah Gordon. Is that how you pronounce it? That's correct. Micah Gordon. Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Comedy writer from Good Mythical Morning. With me today wearing glasses that are two-tone glasses? Correct. Red on the top. Uh, they said it was tortoise, mm. but it's not at all. It's like just yeah. a oh, caramel, okay, like a, yeah, it's a caramel. I, yeah, I can tell you about these glasses if you want to hear about them. How much is it interesting? Probably not. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking specifically for for two toned glasses that were like a royal blue, and clear is kind of what I was maybe hoping for. Uh, but this is really close for my wedding because Aww. blue makes my eyes pop. And I'm wearing a blue suit. And uh, I was searching around for a while. And then I went into Warby's. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anything. And I was talking with a very helpful person there. And was like, man, I wish you had... Th- I was wearing glasses that looked really good on me, but were not the right colors. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wish you had these in blue and whatever. And she was like, oh, you know what? Hold on. And she she came back with this. And she was like, mm-hmm. this is an old pair that we used to have. Mm-hmm. And we had one left. And so I bought them. They're very. And that's the story. They're very cute. Thank you. Are you looking forward to your wet? Is wedding planning being crazy? Is that something? Should I bring this up? Oh no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been? No, it's a. Well, uh, it's good. It's almost over, so it's mm. good. Because you're getting married in October. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's wedding planning sucks. Yeah, I've heard. People say, my mom keeps being like, "This is the funnest part is planning it." I'm like, "Why? What? In what way? <laughs> wow, it's terrible." Uh, what a I don't crazy know who, person. If people no actually enjoy it or wedding planning? Yeah, I don't think anyone enjoys no. it, right? Uh, well, I mean, the people that become wedding planners are really detail-oriented people, right? You would think. Uh oh. Well, I see. No, it's it, everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, what? No, no. It's, I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's strange because like you have a vision. Well, we didn't even know what we wanted. So our wedding planner actually helped us out a lot in like figuring out what we wanted for a wedding. And then you just can't do what you want. Like the world won't let you. Uh, Like vendors won't let you. Your parents won't let you. Like everyone's just like, yeah, it's your day. You can do whatever you want. And then you're like, okay, well, I want the food to go like this. And Mm -hmm. then you go to a caterer and they're like, oh, no. We would never do that. No, we can't do that. There's no way. We have to charge you five times as much for Uh. something you don't want. Uh, that's just kind of how it goes for everything. And so you end up spending a lot more money than you thought you were going to and wanted to on something that is is like a kind of a shadow of your vision mm-hmm. for the wedding. Uh, it's also like, you know, I think neither of us set out to be like, this is we're going to be the stars of this day and everyone's going to look at us and we're uh-huh. going to be so in love in front of everyone. <laughs> that was never our like plan. Uh-huh. We wanted to have like a sort of understated sort of casual wedding that was just like a fun day and have everyone we care about there and stuff and it it kind of just like slowly turns into like everyone look at us be in love mm-hmm. which is something that we're both a little self-conscious about so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting i think the day a... no go ahead oh go ahead i was just curious you guys are gonna have a first dance we are yes no oh. i think so we're gonna do some of the the cheesy stuff when i saw first dance once i almost cried i did cry oh yeah uh, I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what were they doing? I was stunned. They were being really they inappropriate. Were... <laughs> <laughs> it's their first <laughs> dance as a married couple. They really had to get in there. Uh, they, well, she she actually was an actress. It was my friend Lindsay Hahn who has been acting for a long time, and it, she's she's really beautiful. She's kind of like has a very classic like blonde look and she and her husband I think had taken actually had t- like gone to a cor- like first dance choreography class or something like that. Oh, we sh- oh should we You do should that? do it. Oh, no. Because my god, I, I almost cried. I wa- I couldn't believe it. Like I I, were, I felt like I was that was so good and they they were so comfortable with each other but doing these beautiful you know it wasn't a fast song. They were doing these like beautiful moves to this beautiful song and everyone was gathered around them. And I couldn't believe my eyes. And I was it was such a surprise. Well, our to first song see... is a Banga Bus. Is Banga, what? The Banga Boy Banga Bus. <laughs> so it's gonna be fast. 
What's the Banga bus? Bang, the Banga bus is coming, and everybody is that. Is that the name of that song? <laughs> no. What is it called? Actually, I'm sorry. I I never knew that as a original song because I'm sorry. I'm like losing my shit right now. I don't even know why. Um, I was in show choir as a kid. Yeah. Which you know, right? Did you know that? I think I assumed it. <laughs> I don't That's know if I knew it, knew it. What about me? Seems screams show choir to you. I don't know. You're like performative and. Yeah, but that doesn't equal show choir. Kind of does. <laughs> I probably <laughs> knew. You probably mentioned it to me. I think I did mention it. Yeah. I don't think it's something you assumed. No, probably not. It's something that I just knew in the back of my brain. Okay. I didn't realize that I was going to offend you because it's a truth about you <laughs> that you were in show choir. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving her time. Okay. Um, there was this group called the Decibels. <clears throat> that is adorable. Yes, I was not. I wasn't in the Decibels, but. They had a song called The Decibels Are Coming oh. and Everybody's Jumping. You thought it was an original? Yeah. <laughs> Until just now? Well, I just never even considered that there could have been a like lo- uh, a locus for that. I do wish of... that my random reference was something I knew more about because I, I could have gotten, <laughs> I like the name of the song could be wrong. I don't know. People might be <laughs> like, just, what are you talking about? You said about? it was the Banga Bus? Vang- Vanga Bus. <laughs> I'm trying to look to your picture to see if. See if I can get any confirmation. going to get help. <laughs> the, no idea. Our producer is just like shaking her head. The Vanga can Boys, I think, are the um, are the name of the band. I should have just I gone with know. Barbie Girl or uh, Aqua. You know, something that I can actually reference well, like, with, thing, with confidence. The first thing that I thought of was um, Who Let the Dogs Out. That would have been good, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could have gone with almost anything. <laughs> um What's we, the one what that are we goes talking like, about? I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Have you done that one? <laughs> anyway. It's, uh, you know, that guy died. I need to, I, I don't know why I feel so giggly right now. <laughs> that guy died? <laughs> Which guy? But that, the guy that wrote the, um, uh, I like girls that wear Abercrombie really? and Fitch. Yeah. Was it Chinese He food? passed away. No. No. He, it makes him sick. Am I telling the truth Which here? Which is, I think, uh, racist. Oh, my oh wow! God, the producers. Everyone, <laughs> everyone died. More. I really need to chill out and like hang in there. All right, <laughs> let me try to calm down. While I interrupted I share your this. beautiful story uh, for this nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> and I am sorry. I need to hang in there. And can you express what was just shown to us? Did you see that? Yeah, okay. I think I think right we everyone, multiple that... people from that band died. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How did band? this happen? What band? Fr- from <laughs> LFO. Oh, they sorry. both died from cancer. I need to chill out. I'm really sorry, but I am learning that two of the men from LFO died from cancer. The mm. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this going to affect my reading? <laughs> no. Okay. Good. What if? Oh no. Let's not even go there. Yeah. I was about to sort of make a joke about that and it's not funny no you hold all the power here, you... uh all right i don't know how we got there why <laughs> that happened <laughs> <laughs> let me explain how i know you how about that yeah sure you're my former neighbor isn't yeah. that right yeah i'm your second neighbor micah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even get to be the first one uh so the story is that i used to live in an apartment and above me, there was a man that was named Micah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is correct, yes. <laughs> this is having... not even my story yet. <laughs> this is before me. And then I moved, and there was you. And I said, hi, what's your name? And you said, Micah. And that was And then you went, the no! <laughs> it cannot be! <laughs> you, you were, it was no. another Micah. Yeah, that's true. My second neighbor, Micah. Yeah. And you guys have always kind of been at odds, right? You're forcing that on us. <laughs> We're perfectly amicable. I think about him very little. I'm sorry, Micah, you're a perfectly great <laughs> person. I think you're great. But I don't know him that well. I only know him through you. Which you have you purposely don't know him well, because I've forced you two together for <laughs> years not, to try to get to know like, each other. Like, go get dinner together, Micahs. That's never happened. We've just been well, at your house together a few times. Many times. Yeah. We're very different people, I feel. You are. Yeah. Micahs um, come in all shapes and sizes. Micahs come in all shapes and sizes. We are both. But what I like, <laughs> <laughs> who are like, what, you like guys are pretty much you're both editors. Five, so you're kind of five, 
seven, yeah, five, yeah. eight white guys. He's yeah. probably taller than me. Um, what I liked was you were, you were right across the, you were such a dependable neighbor. You were like right across the way from us. We could rely on you. Yeah. Me and my roommate. And uh, I remember you were just at eye level with our window. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So you could, you could poke That's your nose. That's a real nose. sitcom neighbor. It was in a that real regard. sitcom neighbor. We'd see, because people can't see, but you have like a kind of, you're a redheadish strawberry blonde. What would you say? Well, I would call it a a, a burnt a burnt, burnt wheat. orange burnt wheat. Uh, no, burnt yeah, wheat. strawberry blonde. I think is appropriate. Strawberry Everyone blonde. calls me a redhead, but you know it always bothered you know me as a child. I'm fine now with it. Ginger, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm, love. You're not a ginger. You, 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 I have a big red beard that gets in yeah, the way. Yeah, you have a big red People beard. People look at my beard and they go, "You're the whole the whole thing is red." But actually, your eyebrows are blonde. They're right? clear. Clearly, clearly, they're see through. Your top of your head is burnt wheat. Yeah. So we would see this sort of brow. And I used to have like a a swirl, a right? swoop, swirl, like a, a swoop. You know, the soccer player Nazi youth, Nazi youth haircut. Yeah. And we'd see your dazzling blue eyes, right? Thank you so much. Yes. The clear eyebrow. Yes. The the brow itself. Yeah, the la- the fairly large forehead. Fairly large forehead that you could sunbathe on. You Uh-oh. know, kind of like. <laughs> It's all, you know. That's insulting. It? <laughs> no, it's well, fine. You know, like, you could hang out on, you know, hang out on the. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's you a know, classic it's five real head. estate. It's, real, it's real not a five head. Okay. I wouldn't say it's Four a and a half head. head. It's well proportioned forehead. Thank that you so says much. I. It's just a high hairline. That's it's all. It's a it high is. hairline. And it's not even receding, which is nice. Not receding. It's just been like this. You've got a great face. Thank you. And so. That's nice. You had your swoop. So we would see the eyes, the brow. The eyebrows, the brow, the hair swoop. Yeah. And then we would hear. You know, everything that's kind of like top half of the, everything the head. Top, top half of the head. <laughs> and hey, guys. And then we'd say, hey, guys. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and we would say, hey, Micah. And my, it was great. My, my version of that is that you would kind of uh, uh, absently walk, just like jaunt past my front open front door a lot. Mm-hmm. And not notice me. Yeah, I would just see you walking back and forth a lot from your place to the front gate. And you'd be like, "There she goes." Yep, that's my neighbor. Uh, Off into the day. I wonder what she's getting up to. And then I would journal about it. (laughs) And I'm here to present those journals to you now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've dicked around here long enough. (laughs) What do you want to do? Anything good? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. No. Okay. (laughs) What? So. What do you want to know today? Well, Ariana, uh, I'm actually, it, this is perfect timing for me because I'm in a pretty transitional period uh-huh. in my life. Mm-hmm. The aforementioned wedding, mm-hmm. that is transitional. But I have no real, like, major questions about that. I, I've got that under, I feel, I feel like I have a good grasp on on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still, you know, my life's going to be different, I suppose, because I'm going to be married. Tax breaks and such. Uh, but I also just left my job and, uh, the reason I left my job is because it was kind of a career staller for me. Mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't ever gonna live out your dream. Yeah. It just like, wasn't going to lead to anything else. So I had, it was like, eventually it became a no brainer. I had to do it, but I'd left because my career wasn't going anywhere there, and now <laughs> I have no job. So okay. it's like, it's like, okay. well, I didn't fix the situation right. at all. Right. I just. Well, you made space. I moved on. I made space. Yeah. Okay. So um, right now I'm struggling with. It's been a few weeks, or it's been like a little over a month. Uh, so I'm struggling with like where to devote my energy, mm-hmm. uh, to get what I'm after career-wise, and then how much more of the energy can I really devote to this at my age and like you know in my situation where I don't have like a ton of savings and you know I'm gonna need to start working fairly soon uh and if and then like what's my plan b if I if I do make a career switch or like is there something I can do I've always been like I've always wanted to be like able to do stuff on my own creatively and just put it out into the world it's hard because all I want to do is write and I kind of hate doing all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So every time I try to like, oh, I'll just draw something or I'll shoot and edit something, which are things that I like can kind of do a little bit. I'm not like, like gifted at them, but 
uh, yeah, I don't enjoy it, and it takes me a long time. And so my goal, my dream is to just, like, be able to just write. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so, so basically the question is, like, I don't, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like, how can you, you've made some space, so how can you kind of make this, this is this new time in your life to make a foundation to pop, to see if it's possible to write full time. Yeah. Right? And more specifically, I know exactly what I want to write. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of promised myself a year or two ago, like, okay, the, it's it's all or nothing. Because mm-hmm. I've found that I'm not, I don't get fulfillment from doing, like, things that are ancillary to that. Like, what I, I want to write comedy, like, scripted comedy television. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, and that there's that's pretty broad in itself. Like there's a lot of areas in that that I would I think I would really enjoy. Um, so it's hard to get a job doing that. Like I can't apply to a job doing that. So I can apply to like um, something that's like write write web content for this thing. Which is at this point, I think I just don't want to do any of that mm-hmm. at all. I only want it's like all or nothing. Okay. I either want to get what I really want or find something, something else. else. Yeah. Okay. Great. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to read the tarot of Micah Gordon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? I'm about to read the tarot for Micah Gordon to see how he's going to orient himself in this little transitional phase in his life. So, Micah, can you please shuffle these cards for me, please? Sure. And... I don't want to feel like your energy is pouring into the cards, thinking about your past and your present and your future. Mm-hmm. Shuffling, shuffling. Can I just do like one of these? Mm-hmm. He's doing a poker. You can look at them. I don't want to. He's doing a, what do you call that? No idea. An easy shuffle. An easy shuffle. It's an easy shuffle. Because I'm not too good at like flipping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so with your left hand, divide the deck into three separate piles, please. Okay. <clears throat> That's already kind of divided. I'm just going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And then also with your left hand, put them back together in any order that you choose. Okay. I'm going to say a brief prayer over these cards. Got some cards showing the big burden. Oh, sorry. I'm just making noises to have the whole <laughs> I heard spread out here. Ooh, hmm. Okay, it's so interesting because I don't know anything about it. So uh-huh. the few times I've had it read, I'm I'm just completely lost at what anything means until mm-hmm. I'm told. So. Well, you know what? Today's the day I'm gonna tell you what it all means. Great. So at the heart of the matter is the Five of Cups. Have this figure who's in a black shroud, staring at his cups of spilled over. <clears throat> he has my posture too. Has your posture? <laughs> no, that's not true. I think you're kind of an upright, really? upright citizen. Kelly yells at me for slouching. really. Huh? I mean, she doesn't yell at me. It's not like you need. It doesn't help. get. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> get rough. <laughs> she points it out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's his, he's got bad posture because he's kind of looking at what he's lost essentially. Hmm. Um. It's a card that sometimes validates grief. It actually va- it actually validates change. It validates some of the suffering that accompanies change. Um, on the one hand, honestly, there's a lot of disappointment with this card can be. Sometimes what you hoped for doesn't come true, and it causes some pain. I've never experienced that before. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so, you know, that's a very common feeling to feel somewhat devastated when things don't go as we had hoped they would. Um, and there's a time to mourn that. Um, grief is not like a character flaw. It's like an essential part of moving forward, pretty much. Um, and it shows that 
this is a you know it's a period of transition from mourning kind of what you've lost and then whenever you're ready you turn around and see that there's still two cups that remain standing and cups always represents your emotional life it represents your heart it represents creativity it represents receiving and like all these sort and love and um connection two of cups is always representing connection so um there is uh this is a this is a transitional time for you. You're moving into the next phase. It's painful. Crossed by the Ten of Wands, which is another really it's interesting because this the five he's you know he's kind of hiding his head in grief, and then the Ten of Wands he's burying his head in the wands. <clears throat> this figure, who has your wheat colored hair here, oh yes, um, and my skirt and your skirt. And leggings. And leggings. And, and he is hanging on to 10 wands and is bent to another, you know, bent, bad posture, backbreaking posture, really, of carrying these 10 wands. And usually this has to do with creativity. It's just like kind of what you said of like, Jesus Christ, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter, it's almost this feeling of like, no matter how much you might want to just write, it almost feels like doomed to be doing all these other things you don't want to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. And there's a lot of um, pressure on yourself with this card that no one can even really help. There's like a sense of like, I got to do this all myself. Um, I've got to take the whole world on my back. And um, the 10 also, tens always indicate ends of cycles. So this is kind of like, all, all, it's almost like all the wands finally dropping. It's like, I, it's it's too much and you they all spell out of your hands because it's like mm-hmm. too much. Which it's is like a plate balancing. It's like a, a incredibly huge, yeah, plate spinning. overwhelming plate spinning act of creativity. And the thing is, this figure took all these on because he actually really did care. Like you actually are a passionate person that wants to be a creative person. Like yeah. that's you are t- hoping dearly to follow your dreams, and that's the reason you take this all on in the first place. And this happens a lot in Los Angeles. Like you just <laughs> you say yes and you say yes and you say yes and you say yes, and then right. it's like get into this place where it all kind of falls down. So that's at the heart of the matter. So that's sort of just um, almost like the deck reframing the question here in these positions to say like, man, this is a really transitional time. Will the burden ever cease? You know what I mean? It's like, will this ever get easier? Oh, you know bleak. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it is, it's bleak, but it's a, but it's a real question. You know, no, yeah, it's like, that's... isn't there a way to have this not be so hard? Yes. Um. Past position, the Wheel of Fortune, so kind of a funny card. You know, it's the whirly, you've had a whirling time for the last, probably, honestly, since I've known you, what, five years, something like that? More than that, I think. More than, there? More than that, yeah, six six years? Yeah. Of just things whirling along, like, and you jumping on when you saw t- it fit to jump on the wheel and go for a ride. You know, you've been very involved in your life. Yeah. You know? You... Well, I need, like, I need, I need actionable plans. Yeah, you're an action forward. And I chose the wrong person. career for that because you have to have a break. <laughs> in or, like you have to like get lucky and get a break. That's funny. But I I'm I work really well with like here's what I'm supposed to do. Let me like here's right. the steps that I need to take and then I'm going to do those steps and and here's the here's the skills I need to learn, and here's what I need to get good at and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh you yeah. chose a career that's very wheel of fortune based of like luck. You need some luck. Definitely. Um so you've been riding that wheel. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I think I've had a, had like four or five jobs since I've known you. Yes, definitely. And worked on a bunch of personal projects and yeah, yeah. you've seen all of that. Yeah, but always jumped in with both feet. Like it's really odd because you don't necessarily think of a comedian as like a working stiff or like something like that. But like <laughs> you kind of are. <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, I really want to put on my suit and go to work in the writer's room for, from nine to five. Like that that's like your dream. legitimately all I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've, I mean, I've always seen that. And I, although it, hmm. I, I feel like most writers' rooms have hours more, like t- ten, ten yes, to three, I know, I know, ten I know. to four, and I that know, sounds really nice to me. Right, too. right. I want to get paid a lot of money to do a, a little work. Right. <laughs> no, there, it's tons of work. Um, in the, well, you know, all to say, it's not like you haven't been engaging do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you've got been going along for the ride you're not someone that's like shying away from fucking giving things a shot definitely you know yeah I mean? and i've I've always i feel like i usually i it's rare that i'll take even two weeks or a week to like not right be proactive about yeah. my career 
but these last this last like month I've I've applied to some stuff and I've most of what I've worked on has been like okay well here's a specific thing that I want I'm gonna write a packet for it or or whatever but I haven't I haven't been I've spent some days just like playing video games mm-hmm. and uh it's kind of unlike me because mm-hmm. I feel very lost and mm-hmm. how I should focus so I'm yeah. just avoiding it yeah I mean uh it's very not there's not a lot of room in our the way we've been socialized to like be chill with relaxing outside of the context of having a job right like it's very demonized yeah well we're also like everybody's even like successful people are pretty much paycheck to paycheck kind of yeah 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 yeah. you kind of are forced to be always thinking about well how do i earn my next paycheck yeah yes definitely um in the conscious position is the reversed Seven of Cups. When the Seven of Cups is upright, it actually is what you're talking about of like the malaise and the sort of like, I don't know what's next and like too many opportunities. I'm paralyzed. I can't make a choice. And when it's reversed, um, uh, you know, that's you consciously knowing like, well, if the opportunity is there, I'll go for it. You know, it's like that. It's like clearing away the uh, to me. It's like, well, perhaps it's like you're consciously thinking. Well, perhaps if I know what choice I want to make, then my path will be clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know that already, right? It's like if the, yeah. if the option was there, you'd take it. Yes. So that's yeah. what you consciously are aware of. Like opening, like just making sure you're ready and Correct. open for it. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is in the unconscious position is the reverse four of pentacles. So this is a little different. So the reverse four, of, the reverse seven of cups is like you said, kind of getting off your ass and making a choice, being an actionable person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Four of Pentacles reversed is a little different. Four of Pentacles reversed, when it's upright, it shows um, this grouchy king, grumpy looking king, who has his, that's you, (laughs) that uh, has Pentacles, which represents material force. So the cups we talked about represent creative force, the wand, I'm sorry, wait, sorry, emotional force. Mm -hmm. Wands represent creative force. Pentacles is more about material force. It actually is more about money. It is more about like your health your real world things Mm -hmm. and when it's upright he's very um tense he's protective he's gripping hard onto these Mm -hmm. pentacles that usually does usually represent money honestly and he has this whole kingdom behind him that he's not even looking at so it's i always say it's like a king that doesn't realize he's a king it's okay. someone that's gone through survival mode, essentially. That's been in, that's been surviving and is not yet aware that he's thriving. Oh, interesting. And is still sort of gripping, not allowing money quote quote money or any kind of material force to kind of come and go, mm-hmm. being chill with the flow coming and going of money, um, for fear that it's never going to come back again. So I must hoard. Yeah, it's kind of the card of ends up being kind of like greed, essentially. Um, and when it's reversed, there's a sense of knowing that that is not how things work like it's like deep down you kind of know that for whatever reason um giving putting material force out there is going to come back to you three times three times full if that Mm -hmm. makes sense there's something you you i think at the root is like an awareness it's not just about like walking through the door it's about like emotionally making a choice going through the door there's something about putting giving of yourself in a way that we are always told is like not a good idea like kind of what you're saying like um work all the time like live paycheck to you know like Mm -hmm. money man things are scarce like there's not a lot of money out you know what i mean it's like this sort of not really that true that that true um of a concept that we're all a little sickened with that oh yeah it's all I i mean it's totally made up Yes. Money's fake. Yes. And, and it's, yeah. Insanely toxic. Toxic and creates like mental slavery. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's the, the reason that the world sucks. <laughs> like solely. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you, you know that something about you being aware of that is a major factor in you taking your next step forward. Like your ability mm-hmm. to be conscious of that frees you in a way that many people are around you are not free. That's Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I've been struggling with like, uh, cause we, uh, I'm, uh, Kelly calls me a, a luxury boy. A uh, luxury boy? <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we both oh, like, like. you like your beard. 
your beard conditioner and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I look very uncomfortable right now. I mean, no, I'm go- getting a haircut after this. Um, yeah. But yeah, we you know we like to like stay in. We like white linens and right, to right. like you know have a spa day and uh-huh. stuff like that. Uh, but I've been struggling a lot lately with like taking a checklist of like my actual happiness. Like, what are the things that actually make me happy, and what are the things that distract me from happiness? And like, there's the things that make me happy are so simple, mm-hmm. and the things that distract me from it are is everything else and it's like making money and yeah and worrying about that and and like living in los angeles is, yeah. and living in the united states is a distraction yeah. for my happiness for sure uh so part of me is just like what would like if i were starting over it's just like and my only goal was to be happy what where would i go and what would i do and the scary the scary answer to that is like nothing that i'm doing right now mm. like i wouldn't be in los angeles i wouldn't be like working so hard at a, at a career that I, that I need to kind of get lucky in order to achieve and um, you know apart from my relationship pretty much everything else could go mm. and my cats I guess yeah and your neighbors and my neighbors we're not neighbors anymore well I guess oh, we're yeah. like we're like not, not as close as we we're in the same we're in the same neighborhood neighborhood kind of that's a really that's a really hard thing to sit with and I think actually pretty I think it's actually probably very subconscious reality for everyone yeah you know yeah i think there really is a deep understanding within not just here in los angeles but with everything happening in the united states of like this can't be all there is like this is awful yeah it's real. it feels really suffocating and and it's hard to step out of it Mm -hmm. and i think part part of your subconscious is like intentionally using it as distraction to like not not help not make you confront the fact that you're not actually living your happiness yeah. which is like almost all of us i feel like yeah. are not really like confronting our happiness what what would truly make us happy yeah it's probably way on... easier than it than you think to make to be happy yeah yeah it's it's like being happy is easier it's just like getting there you have to abandon all of those distractions the the illusions really. yeah exactly money and twitter and <laughs> and like I love money and Twitter. <laughs> I know that's what that's all anyone does is money and Twitter, and they're both terrible. <laughs> I kind of like Twitter. All I see, all I hear on Twitter is is like Twitter sucks. Why am I on here? And that's what I say on Twitter too. I say too. that I like it. Really? I like Twitter. Okay, it's toxic. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but yeah, it's like the the way to be happy is easy. Getting rid of the bondage is incredibly difficult yeah right maybe not easy but simple simple like yes the, the ha- like the things that make you happy are very simple things and probably only a few things mm-hmm. and it's not and they're attainable it's yeah. just all the rest of the stuff is it's a shell you know that yeah. you have to break through yeah and no one does it what like achieves achieves that it's too, like breaking through the shell it, like you'd have to be like a hermit weirdo in order to like go live your ultimate happiness right how like dare you say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you like when i think about it, i'm like i want to live in new zealand and and make f- <laughs> like sell sell prepared food in a little little bodega like i don't know what i want to well, do well it's a little hard when you are well we were talking about this earlier today like it's difficult when you got a bit of a funny bone <laughs> yeah like and you want to have fun like really have fun like laugh really hard just goof off and sometimes the simple life lacking some not that that funny true not even not that fun not that funny there's no shows there's no show well there's no shows there's like sometimes comedy is such a searing uh coping mechanism you know Mm mm-hmm and if you're not (laughs) so if you're happy if you're you're happy it's like well no that's a lie i think that's a lie that like catches up with a lot of comedians like that Definitely. but there is this sort of like um if there's nothing to joke about then yeah you know i suppose i mean i think like the thing that that comedy has been struggling with over the last 10 years is like what how do we how are we how do we like be funny but we can't say these words and we have we can't talk about these things and we have which is all just like stupid because uh the go- comedy is just supposed to make you're supposed to point it at someone and then make them happy. And that's yeah. all that it is. Yeah. And it's easy to do. Yeah. In any context. Yeah. You don't need 
certain words. You don't need to talk about taboo things and really get in someone's face about the things that they fear most. Or you can. That's one way to do it, potentially. But some people don't want that. And then if you're, like, trying to be, like, be happy, like, get happy when I'm, like, yelling a thing that traumatizes you at you, <laughs> well, that's stupid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be tickling. Yeah, just you, you're Tickle supposed to you find towards... a way to make the most people happy and then do that. It weirdly seems like the thing, the tick, wanting to tickle somebody is like trying to re- get them to let go mm-hmm. a little bit um, and remember that it's that easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or not, I shouldn't say easy, simple. Yeah, simple. You know? Yeah. Um, laughing is a really simple thing to do and it's hard to do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. It's interesting too. So in your future position here, I'm actually going to pull a card to clarify it because it's the star. You're allowed to do that? Yeah, why not? I can do what the hell I want. Cool. Whatever I want. Um, you know, these are really deep and hard things to reckon with because what if the answer is you have to let go of all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the star reversed. When the star is upright, it's hope. It's peace. It's often peace you see when you don't have the material reason for it yet. It's like the lantern that's showing you, like, this is the way. It's like mm. the star that the three wise men, I don't know, I'm not, not whatever, that. neither of us understand. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's the North that's Star. That's the New it, Testament, right? Just, is that what it is? Right, that, yeah. that, that's Jesus stuff. Post, yeah, it's the Malone. post, uh, serial. God, Godfather, God and Father Part Two. Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you? Did you just come up with that? Or is that yeah. Cool? That's great. That's funny. Thank you so much. Good job. You know, it's nice to get a little bit of validation. <laughs> um, anyway. You were so confident about it, it sounded like a quote from something, which is commendable. Can yeah, you that's... not undercut me every time? I think that that, we that, hang that was out. a compliment. I, I was worried that you thought I was like, you couldn't come right, up right. with that. But you said it so confidently, which is a plus. Anyway, you know continue. I keep you distracting I... us. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, what I was trying to say is the star is really wonderful. It is the promise that you are on the right path. But. It's so, well, it is a but, right? But it, it was reversed. But what's so interesting is like the star is kind of undeniable. It's like it doesn't really matter if it's reversed or not. Okay. Um, it's so undeniable that it ends up kind of being about your belief. It seems to be saying, well, it sounds like there's an issue of faith at hand. When it's reversed, it's like, if it's upright, it's like, keep on going, you know, and it's like, well, you could, but it really seems to be about your your actual faith. Okay. Whether it's in yourself, in your path, in the world around you, um, the answer seems to be, the answer seems to be a decision about what you truly believe, which is like. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I wanted an answer for. <laughs> well, I think what it what it what the answer is, is that at the end of the day, it kind of doesn't matter where you. I mean, yes, there are ways you could, it's probably you're going to have a better quality of life. If you go to New Zealand or whatever. You yeah. know? Best country on earth. I've never Best been country there. On earth. I'm just assuming it seems like the same, same like for me. most progressive cows, and beautiful. David green, there, so, yeah. yeah, great. But like at the end of the day, this should be something you can tap into no matter where you are. Because mm-hmm. there's really, it's cliche, but there's no safety anywhere you go. There's no security anywhere you go. Um, you know, we all face terrible pain no matter what. Um, and, but if, if it's possible that suffering is sort of like an option or something like that, you know, you can experience the pain without the suffering. It seems to be based in really getting clear on what you believe because then your external circumstances won't matter. You'll be able to return to this sense of peace no matter where mm-hmm. you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's like the ultimate Yeah. The ultimate goal. It's like Nirvana and Lemon, right? Yes. And I think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I it's kind of weird because that's sort of what it seems to be telling you. It's like <laughs> Do you believe you deserve, like, honestly, this is what it's saying. It's like, do you believe that you deserve nirvana? Then go forth, my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, that seems to be what the answer to your very hard, deep That's question is. 
<laughs> well, you asked a hard yes. question. A lot of pressure. You know, it is a lot of pressure. But uh, I, I, well, that's why when I want to pull some clarifying cards. It's like, well, that's kind of a heavy answer. Like, is there a way to sort of? Oh man, it's really telling you that uh, you got to just do it. Oh, no. What? It's showing me the Eight of Swords. Is showing that your clarity of purpose is key. Swords always represents the mind. Has showing this figure that's bound, um, and is blindfolded. Mm-hmm. But her bonds, her bonds are pretty loose. She could probably wiggle out if she wanted. And grab a sword, and the swords represent clarity of purpose and mental force. So there's something about you have way more control than you think you do in this situation. Okay. Um, and the way the answer, it, I mean, it's rephrasing what you literally just said is that the answer is probably simple but not easy. Right. So do you think it's saying I have more control? Because there's two two ways I could interpret right. that. One is I have more control over like my the this career goal that I'm going for. Uh-huh is ultimately in my control, even though it feels like it's not, because there's so many thresholds and and uh, uh, gatekeepers and things. Uh, is it saying that, or is it saying that happiness is in my control and I can just abandon the things that aren't working and, and seek happiness? Seems like a little bit of both. Okay. I think it's both. And seems to be promising this really delightful outcome. Ten of Cups... Shows this rainbow with the, it's like oh actually God. like almost a joke of happiness. <laughs> yeah. A happy family. They're singing. It looks like New Zealand, right? Yeah. So go to New Zealand. Go to New Zealand. Oh, it was reversed? It was reversed, but I think it's sort of similar to the star where it's like, you got to believe that you deserve it. Mm-hmm. That's literally what's in your way. Um, Even if that's difficult. Here, I'm going to just quickly go off the, up the staff here. Okay. Five of Wands shows these guys that are whapping each other with their wands, like five, like five of noodles. them in a fray. Like what? Pool noodles. Pool. Mm-hmm. It is uh, actually. I mean, talk. that's actually not. That's not a bad way to think about it, honestly. <laughs> really, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these. You can't quite tell if they're fighting or playing. The five of pool noodles. Yeah, You're it does look very playful. It's very playful. You're very involved. Like this is action, movement, like being in the fray, and it's mm-hmm. it's almost like difficult to see the big picture. Interesting. Okay. In your environment, Ace of Pentacles, kind of showing you that there is this. Pos- well, what we were talking about, there's this possi- There's now this seed that's been planted for you to experience a new kind of s- material success and to make your dreams a reality, essentially. Like, that option is actually open to you at this time. Okay. And then hopes and fears is the devil, which is so interesting because that's it does represent Hollywood to me sometimes. Everything we've just been talking about, all the illusions surrounding money, all the illusions surrounding what, what you deserve. Yeah. The lies that get thrown around about whether or not you're lovable, addiction, <laughs> bondage. It's like all this stuff. Yeah, it's a slog. It's yeah. a slog. And it's weird that you hope this and fear it. <laughs> That's hopes and fears? Hopes like and fears is the devil. Okay. So it's almost, I mean, it almost yeah, seems I mean, like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This hope to face it almost. Yeah. And it's also like the thing that I, the thing that I want is. I know that it's like part of a bad, a bad system, <laughs> like a yes, system that yes. that breeds a lot of abuse and yeah and bad things and uh, is very greedy and yeah. uh, is ninety nine percent about money and one percent about art and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, do, you, do you think there's a part of you that's like maybe I can be this star, this I mean there's literal star right yeah, but also this like actual purveyor of peace in this terrible place uh, or like funny or, you know, I wish, but you know I don't think I mean? I'm strong enough to do that. Cause I, I no seriously. When I, um, I, I always tell myself like, okay, be like, be the kind of person people want to recommend and work with in the yeah. future and stuff like that. And I, I think for the most part I, I am that. And I, that is like something that I, I really focus on, but I also easily get swept up in like all the bullshit, all the bullshit and mm-hmm. then start complaining and get, negative and th- that's something that happens really easily for mm-hmm. me too so so it's tough so uh i don't think that i i might not be able to like bring be a shining light in right. a in a in a dark swampy wasteland that's se- yeah it, that seems be. like the question of that seems to be the ultimate question of faith surrounding the whole thing mm-hmm. um the overall outcome is ten of pentacles really uh uh, the pinnacle of material success. Hmm. So this is about insti- long-standing institute. It's almost like marriage and long-standing things that have been around a really long time, having everything you need. But it's like a very crowded card. Mm-hmm. This courtyard, no one's really looking at each other. They're all looking in separate directions. And um, 
it's uh, actually a card you see when things get a little conservative. And people right. people don't really, uh, it's like a fat cat card almost. Um, and usually, as I said, 10s always indicate the ends of cycles. It's kind of, so it's kind of showing that something you already know, that you're at the end of this material cycle. You quit your job. Mm-hmm. You're entering into this new phase where you're planning something really new to see if you can make this dream a reality. And um, I think my answer to you is just for your question overall is it's kind of annoying, but it's ultimately going to be your decision about whether or not you want to keep having faith in your path and in this journey. It's up to you. Yeah. It is present if you believe it, which is like strange. Yeah. I have, I have trouble like distinguishing between like faith and delusion. They seem like almost identical to me. Uh, the 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 difference is that one is supposed to remind you of who you really are and the other takes you away. Okay. And you can kind of sense that. Yeah. It's the one that reminds you like, oh, right, I'm like connected to, you know, we're all connected and, mm-hmm. you know, um, actions have consequences. You know what I mean? It's like a sort of sense. It what? brings. <laughs> what actions? Like which one specifically? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you can kind of tell. Honestly, it's like, it's a little subtle, but it t- ends up being, the loving path does bring pain sometimes, mm-hmm. but you know it when you feel it because you feel like you're remembering. Delusion is, separates you yeah. from yourself. Well, I think like the the self-confidence in your own work that you have to have in order to like, write the next thing or keep, right. keep going is it's strange it's like a thing that i struggle with because yeah. i i write something and i'm like this is good like i'm a good writer right and then i when i read it two years later i'm like, like that sucked I'm now i'm a good writer <laughs> but then with you know i have like uh what's the word i'm looking for like with that context i can be like okay well whatever i'm writing now i'm gonna hate in two years right i've yeah i definitely relate to that but that's also just a journey like you're always yes, gonna get yes. better and that's the Correct. point you want to always get better yes so i guess it, so it's, it's fine n- yes that's a good example of the delusion is like, I suck, rather than mm. like, oh, I was growing. Yeah. So at what sense? point will I grow into being good enough, <laughs> good enough to, to start doing it? <sighs> only you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I truly so, do think I am, but, you know. Yeah. I guess that's the delusion part. It's just like, well, yeah. I, ha- I believe in myself. But I have no evidence to show that I will actually, am actually capable of success in television. Really, that's because I've only been in digital, <laughs> and I can do that. But I don't like it though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's your answer. Okay. Is that helpful? Very helpful. Okay. Uh, uh, this is by uh, far the the most the most interesting of the very few tarot readings I've had. Most have, of them have been from you, actually. Well, thanks a lot. No, but this was the, the <laughs> longest and the most yeah, in depth, and true, I had like true. a like a legit question coming we in went, that like I needed. Answers we went for. really deep, and actually, I feel pretty good that we came out the other side with some pretty actionable advice. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm pretty impressed with us. I always thought tarot. I don't know if we have time for me to talk. Yeah, about sure. This. I always thought tarot was a uh, like you know I don't believe in anything, so I'm uh, I was always like not even yourself. Yeah, I was always just like, eh, I mean, it's not it's cards. You they don't. You can't, they're not imbued with any powers. But then, I like, you probably told me, I think Kelly is, because she's read my tarot too, I think, uh, like, it's just a way to start talk, talking and contextualizing your life and questions you have and stuff, which I think is, you know, whatever the cards were, we would still talk about it and get to, yeah. get to somewhere. You know, yeah, it's no different than reading a book that we both, talking about a book that we both like. Right. You know? I think like, um, I mean, I really am a strong, it seems obvious to me that everything is connected, not necessarily like in a magical way, mm-hmm. but like. Well, you have a very, like, your life is My life very, is like, a pretty good proof of that. It's right? strange. It's really weird. Yeah, you but tell me like, a lot of stories where I'm just like, that someone wrote that. <laughs> yeah, but you were with me today. You saw it happen today. Like, yeah. we had a weird coincidence today where I was like talking about someone and then their best friend appeared like while we were talking about them. Yeah. Right. But, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. And what? And recognize you even though and you've never met. And recognize me even though I've never met him. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so weird. Yeah. 
But, you know, uh, tarot is a bridge to you. So that's why it works. And you kind of just yeah. have to... And I l- deal with that. Coming and just talking about myself for an hour. And yeah, right. <laughs> and you're a narcissist. Getting, yeah, uh, just getting dissected. It's really great. <laughs> how can I can't people... afford therapy right now, so it's this is... right, right. That's why everyone's coming Excellent. to do my podcast. Uh, this is how I make friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were friends before you. Uh, that's that's what you would say. Um, how can people find you online? Uh, well, you can if go you to want the to toxic attend. website that is Twitter. Uh, if you God. feel like. Uh, going on there then i do some some stuff on there that's mostly funny and occasionally political and i'm sorry for the political stuff it's at micah j gordon uh-huh. anything else um i want to recommend a book to book to people your oh favorite gosh. tv show i'm currently reading a, a very a not very good book called the fold uh okay <laughs> so read that with me you, oh okay uh what's your favorite movie oh my favorite movie uh, i don't know doesn't matter you're saying just say anything or don't don't answer. I don't know. Recommend something. Um, oh, I just saw it yesterday. I thought that was cool. I like. Hmm. Did you, have you seen it? No, but I know you have the same birthday as Paul McCartney. That's true. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the premise is just so good. I I Everybody didn't know what it was. Kind of thinks about that, right? You always kind of dream like, oh, I wish I could trick people into thinking I wrote Norwegian Wood or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I when I was really when I was just out of college, I was trying to write um, something about like a Beatles tribute band and like the kind of bleakness of that and it didn't work at all and I wasn't a good writer at the time and uh, <laughs> and then this is like sort of it's not the same idea but it's like kind of a nugget of that thing I was trying to figure out figured out so well it's one of those things where you're like not like oh man I could have done that but just like that's per like right. good job like yeah. you did it uh, mm, that makes me want to see it yeah it's not like a great it's not like a perfect movie or anything right. but it's just a really good premise executed pretty well and, and it, Beatles. And Beatles. And it like in the very background is like this kind of quantum immortality thing happening that they never really address. Uh, so that's cool. It has some like philosophical things involved. It was fun. Okay. Check it out. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Micah. Thanks so much for My having delightful me. Delightful friend. I like being on your podcast. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time. Bye.